Welcome to Untimed 518. I am here with Christina Lachaga. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm psyched to have you. Um, Thank you. You reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and want you know wanted to come on the show and so i was telling you before we got rolling that i don't really do any research into mm-hmm. like the the person just the music but i started listening to your music yeah. and you do you write everything i do because they are perfectly crafted pop songs so oh i just gosh, wanted to like say you. that before before we got rolling because like <gasps> there's you. a lot of people don't realize the the formula of what it takes to make a song yeah. that hits like all the things that makes it a composition, you yeah. know, and, and your music definitely hit a lot of those. So before we got rolling, I just wanted to say that because I, I love all kinds of music and I know that different kinds of music have different formulas. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, you hit all the notes and it was fantastic. But wow. anyway, so we wanted to go back to tell the story of kind of how you got to where you are now in music. I know you're definitely on the rise. You've got a ton of followers and a ton of attention and your songs on Spotify have a ton of streams. (laughs) So really, I guess we want to go back to where you started with music as you want to want to tell it. Yeah. You know what? You gave me the options. I'll take it all the way back. I will. So um, music has been a huge part of my life ever since I was a little kid. Um, My mom is actually right here right now um, in the room. And so she would always take me to different concerts and different of all genres, all different artists. And she definitely exposed me to so much music. We had a lot of long car rides and she was always, (laughs) always the one with the CDs, Um, even cassette tapes. Um, (laughs) And so... Um, when I was, I started doing choir and then when I was nine years old, I actually started what I would call singing professionally. I started, um, auditioning in New York city and, uh, taking voice lessons. And when I was 11 years old, I signed to Shirley Grant management in New York city. And I, so I was auditioning for Broadway shows, TV, film, commercials, some print modeling. I wanted to do so much print modeling. I wanted to be that little catalog justice (laughs) magazine catalog girl limited to. Um, and so I was with Shirley Grant for six years until I was 17. And, um, actually fun fact, the Jonas brothers contract with Shirley Grant overlapped my first year being there. So who knows? I might've auditioned with them at some point. You never know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, we'll, we'll go with yes. We'll go we'll with yes. yes. They could have been like playing my brother in, in a commercial audition <laughs> for how, all we know. Um, <laughs> and so when I was 12 years old, I booked the national tour of the Broadway musical Gypsy and I got to travel for nine months um, across the U.S. and Canada. So I've been to 48 states. I just need a uh, Hawaii and Alaska. And, um, and I have been to london canada um (laughs) and so uh when i got back from the tour i i was at that like that young teen age where at the time there weren't a lot of like broadway shows for that age like they were starting to come out with 13 the musical and i just for that i didn't get that um and i started just kind of i saw camp rock on tv with on disney channel and demi lovato was in that and she, 
I mean, I've had this hairstyle my whole life, but <laughs> but she had she uh, b- uh, brown hair bangs for the listeners. Um, <laughs> but I saw this girl on TV who reminded me of me. She was and she was doing pop music outside of that movie, and I was like, oh my gosh, I saw myself in somebody and was like, I can I want to do I want to write my own music like I want to be a pop star (laughs) that's what I wanted yeah that's what I wanted to do absolutely that's what I wanted to do and so basically after Gypsy I started writing my own music and recording and I started working with we met a couple producers um, and I started working with them and it just kind of all snowballed from there at first I had a band um, it was just myself, but I had a backing band. Now I have like old performer tracks, but cause it's easier and you save money right. um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for being honest, you save money. Um, and so just fast forward and that's where we are and I've been performing all over and it, I love it so much. And so I see like on Spotify, it yeah. was like 2019 yeah. is like the the first releases that, that we start see. And when you say like write everything and track, do you like home studio no. track everything or you go in? Well, and- so I released my first song back in 20, like the last day of 2013, oh, like wow. into 2014. And so... Uh, like back then I would go to my producer's house like they had a an apart it's so funny I've never told anybody this stuff I'm, I'm really excited to like <laughs> I, no one asked these questions I like this conversation um in Justin's house and I knew Justin's family so it was funny because like his brother was in my grade and like I knew his other brother so it was funny that Justin was producing music and so he had a studio above their garage and so like that's where I wrote some of my first um songs and recorded them there which was cool and then um i started working primarily with um rich who i worked who i worked with oh my god for like 10 plus years and um then we would go to his house and then there was another studio we would go to and record um now i do have my own setup but it's mostly <laughs> <laughs> big asterisk on that um it's the mic and you know the, the my laptop and my what is the little red thing? Yeah. The DAW. The DAW, yes. And so during the pandemic, did some recording for that. And I've done like some backing vocals and for people and stuff for some projects and stuff here and there. But um, I, I would say I feel more comfortable with someone else hitting record. And then they're marking which takes are great. Right. I don't have to worry about that. And then afterwards, I'm like listening to everyone going, oh, I should have done one more. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, it's better when they're doing it as you're going. Right, right. <laughs> and it's it's good like when, like almost from a objective ear, like yeah. when someone take can take your music and be like, hey, let's, let's go mm-hmm. in this. Because a lot of the yeah. times it's things that you might not have thought about because yeah. you're looking at it a little more critically. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're like, no, we can do this with it. And I mean, sometimes the ideas aren't amazing, but yeah, like working with my friend Dan, um, cause it, it, yeah, it's like we worked with Justin, Rich, Greg and Dan. So with Dan, like Dan would have a lot of unique ideas and he'd be like really willing to try different things. So when you brought that up, I was like, that reminds me of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that, you know, some of the songs yeah. are like acoustic guitar and mm-hmm. some of them are piano and some yeah. of them are like full yeah. rock band behind mm-hmm. you. So 
is I mean, is that you? Is that you saying I want to take all these you know influences yeah. that mom gave me and and I, make something of everything? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not someone who needs to stick to exactly one exact sound. Like sometimes I actually it bothers me when I listen to an artist's album and everything sounds yep. so similar. It's like, did you take the? I'm gonna sound so mean. Did you take like the one song and just like copy it a bunch of times? But a like, lot of the times, but it does yeah, sound like that sometimes. Have, you know, yeah, they, it does. It's formulaic. They're yeah, like, it's oh, we very... got this formula. It worked once. Let's yeah, just stay let's with this. Make twelve work. more. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Like try new things. Yeah, they I, might work. They might not. Exactly. That. Yeah. Fun. So I like doing different things, and I've always been that way. And it's so funny. I just thought of like, another thing. You, you, you're getting like the inside scoop. Another thing I've never brought up was when I was 15. I was in a girl group in New York City. Um, so I, it's so funny that this came up. Uh, so I auditioned for this girl group, and I actually knew one of the girls because she did dance with me, but I didn't know she was in the group until I walked in the room to audition. And they had already had three girls for the group, and they were adding more girls. And it was a really like it was actually a really cool thing because the the guy who was in charge of creating this group he actually was one of the dads of the girls which you could weigh how does that right, work right. but um <laughs> but he was really great and really nice but we got to i was uh we got to like record and write and actually that's where i wrote like co-wrote the first time with somebody it was at um the CBS studios like BET was like right across the hallway and like, he worked for CBS. So he had like this access to the studio and stuff. And so we got to like go to the set where like 106 and park was filmed and stuff. It was really cool. I, I, I chose that. I didn't feel that being in a girl group was my, was my fit. Right. Right. But it was a good experience to, experience some different music it was interesting and is it you know not to dwell too yeah. much on that but like is that something that you, i mean did you feel like you have creativity within that within a girl group or, or do you feel like it's like what the rumors all are that basically you're told what to do and how to i don't think it was so much that so for this situation they already had three girls so you have to kind of come to the come to the fact that you're walking in on already existing right situation like there's the leader and then there's the other girls and then you're coming in so you're that like try that like that tertiary layer so <laughs> <laughs> so i was getting like a lot of like high harmony not lead stuff like i didn't like it it wasn't my fit and i know what i want i knew what i wanted to do and i was like if i'm gonna i'm like reading the contract like i remember we went to a lawyer and we were reading the contract i'm like I don't think I can do this. Yeah, that's great. but that's great that you recognize. You know, yeah. a lot of the times people might see that con all they see is the contract in a record deal. Oh, you know, I like, saw I'm, the no matter what it is, I'm signing it. Oh like, no, uh, I saw the amount of money they were putting in, and I saw the 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 line about how if you didn't make it back, you'd have to pay it back, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's when I was like. I don't <laughs> with this situation I don't think so. I want to be the I want to be the front. <laughs> if we're going if we're going to go if we're going to go all in I'm going to be the front. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and to keep that control, you know, yeah, that exactly. control and if you take that control early then it's yours. You don't you know? yeah, and and in that situation you don't have no. you don't. No. You really don't. So yeah. I'm glad I recognized that so young. And a lot of people don't realize too like with a record deal mm -hmm. uh you know it's it's like you said you got to pay it back they're yeah. not they're not paying you and no. all of a sudden you're a millionaire no they're like you it's know, an hey, investment it's an investment and if you don't hit those sales yeah well 
you owe us money. Exactly. <laughs> you know? and, and like people exactly. don't realize that. Yeah, totally. And I think if you're going to take that, you have to think about it. You really have to think about yeah. it and think about what you want to do. And yeah, it, I, we might, we did go off topic. You said we might, but I, oh, I, it almost always might, happens. But I'm you know like, what? <laughs> I, I'm glad I got to tell that because I've never gotten to. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah, like I said, you're you're in control, in control. Of, of this episode. This Here we is go. Your episode, <laughs> and I'm just the button pusher. <laughs> so, so what, you know, that's funny. Uh, so I guess we're we're at the point where we should probably hear a song. Totally. So you have uh, one in mind. Okay, so I'm I've been debating when I was sitting here once you told me. So I have a new one. It's called Love You More, but I also have. One that I think really shows my sound, and I think that one's no doubt. So I'm not sure what one we should start with. Your your call. I think we should start with. Let's start with the one that that shows my sound based off what we've talked about, and then we'll go to love you more after. Okay, so we'll listen to no doubt first. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's listen to uh, no doubt, Christina Lachaga, and we'll be right back. Here we go.
open mess. That's right. All right. So that was No Doubt, Christina Lachaga. And uh, we you were saying as we were listening to the mm-hmm. song that that was one of the first songs that you wrote. So not the actual first, wow. but in that first group there. It was. So No Doubt actually kind of came out of a place of necessity, um, ironically. So when I, I, my first song that I wrote and recorded was called Won't Wait Forever. And um, I'd been performing that a little bit. And then I got the opportunity to do this tour that went to, it was called Campified Tour. At the time, like the year before, Cody Simpson had done that tour. And I know at one point, Rachel Platten did that tour, which was pretty cool. And it, it actually went to summer camps. Like it was a cool thing because you got to be in front of this like tween teen audience. And it was a really interesting experience. One of my first like as coming off of doing like Broadway and doing that kind of stuff. It was one of my first opportunities to perform for like an audience that was like really excited to be there and all that. Um, and so in order to do this tour, I actually had to have two songs, two original songs. All right. And so <laughs> we, my mom actually is one of my co-writers. Um, and so actually funny story that comes up with no doubt is that about like in May of 2012, I actually had to have like a surgery. Um, I had a dermoid ovarian cyst. We're like going deep. Here we are. But um, basically like I was like on bed rest for like weeks. Like they were making me come back to school and stuff. Like after this, I was in so much pain and this and that. And my mom uh, co-wrote a good, like almost all of No Doubt with me. And I remember we were, uh, I would like come out of school out of like the one class I could make it through and she'd be like, okay, does this sound good? <laughs> does this sound good? Does this, we were given a track actually that Rich and Justin had worked on for that. And um, yeah, so my mom was huge driving force behind No Doubt and that's pretty cool. So she's right here. So I was like, yeah, I was going to say, I know it's it's audio, but it's just so funny. You know, you're telling the story about your mom and she's yeah. sitting right here on the same couch. She's sitting right like, here. And so like, <laughs> No Doubt is the song that I end all my sets with um, when I perform and it just has so much high energy. It's like a really like it, it's as it's really pop rock. It's really actually ironically what a lot of the girls right now are releasing on the scene. So I definitely think we should re-release No Doubt and like push it because I I think it would do really well with what's out there right now. Awesome. Yeah. And so you've done you know not only like the Broadway stuff yeah. and the and the when doing the girl group mm-hmm. and then doing the camp tours, yeah. but like as a solo artist yeah. with original music, you've been doing mm-hmm. a ton. Is there any yeah. like you want to maybe give a a summation yeah. of how that's how that's been it's like, crazy so i i'm independently managed like i'm on the phone i'm emailing i'm i'm the person um and so i'm a, i'm a good cold caller i like to say um so <laughs> i've gotten to do a lot of really cool things um i got to do the pre-parties to the sean mendes and one direction concerts with iheart radio and z1043 down in and girls like magazine down in baltimore I've got I've done um, a lot of work with Girl Scouts over the years. I was a Girl Scout, so I think it's really close to my heart. I got to be like a concert headliner for their Quest Fest event um, down in Savannah, Georgia, which was really cool to go down there. I got um, I was in the Novant Health Thanksgiving Day Parade down in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've done a lot of stuff in the Capital Region, though. I'm like telling all these like southern like things um but well, i mean that, that's it's kind <laughs> of interesting to yeah. me is because you're based here i know but, and i go know, it's all not over every day that that an artist that's based here yeah. gets that opportunity to go 
everywhere. So like, yeah. it's really cool to Thank me you. that you do all this stuff outside of the 518 because yeah. you're still representing the 518 yeah. but you're 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 almost like uh an outreach program yeah you know? i you're feel like, like i'm an outreach like... program i've done like so and it's actually so funny i'm an outreach program um i've done schenectady summer schenectady county summer night if you have kids albany back to school expo at the egg the egg love the egg um what else i've done like radio the Ron McDonald House Radiothon, like with B95. It's, yeah, it's cool, but it's so funny. I'm the outreach program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because a lot of a lot of people do, you know, yeah. we stay here. Like everybody's yeah. in the five and And so it's a testament to your talent Thank that you. you're, you know, out there. Like, that means it's, a lot. Uh, it's I love, really cool. I, yeah, I love being able to travel and per, and, per, and do that through my performing so it's re- it's really special so thank you yeah no problem i mean thank thank you for uh, <laughs> for reaching out to me and i knew you know like when you emailed yeah. me directly like i got because you know my band yeah. the banner right behind you there Ooh. uh i'm that guy as well yes you know what you I mean? Where i'm the one directly reaching out mm-hmm. and like the diy like yeah we're doing it we're is, doing it it, it allows not only you to control mm-hmm. your own, but it, it opens up a lot of opportunities that if someone else was trying to do the work for you, mm-hmm. you might not get because you know what you want. You know what you want to exactly. do. And if you see something, you're like, I'm going to go get that. Yeah. And, you know, I love that. And that's what I saw when I was with had management in the city for like for auditioning and stuff is that I didn't have that control. And like after six years, I think of doing that. And like, like I love Shirley Grant management. Like I had so, such amazing people like that. It's not about that. It's about the business. And like when you're not in control, um, you do feel like maybe you're not getting what you wanted and maybe not hitting what you want to do. And I felt that firsthand and I'm like, okay, if I'm doing this, we're, we're doing it. Like I'm going to call, I'm going to email, I'm going to reach out. So yeah. yeah. And it's, it is a lot of work. Yeah. No, totally. But it's work for a purpose. And because, it's so rewarding. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And Love you're, it. you're, crushing it like you, 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 know? you are too like, obviously yeah. i'm like looking at your banner and i'm like okay so he's the guy he's yeah the guy. well i mean I, i'm also lucky like my day job yeah. is marketing oh well there you <laughs> so, go so you have a background just, yeah I'm just exactly like, well i'll just take my day job and, and transfer it to my hobbies that's and then so perfect make my hobbies kind of my day job there you go you know? exactly <laughs> i love it yeah all diy um, so I guess we're uh, at that point where we should listen to the other song. Yes. Is there anything you want to say that about this song at, before we play it? Absolutely. So Love You More is my newest single. Um, now, based off everything we've talked about and the song you just heard, it's going to sound very different. Um, this one is, well, I'll just let you hear it, but it's totally different. I'm really excited for you to hear it. And um Yeah, it has a lot of meaning for me, and it's really special to me. So I hope you enjoy. All right, cool. So let's listen to Love You More, Christina Lachaga, and then we'll be right back to wrap it up.
that was Love You More, Christina Lachaga. And Christina, I want to thank you so much for coming out and taking time out of your day and driving out to the country to uh, to talk to me and, and bringing your mom along. I want to yes. thank you as well. Um, so before you go, I like to give all my guests an opportunity to say what I call their gratitudes or thank yous or whatever. Basically, microphone is all yours. This is very special. I feel like I, I feel like I'm getting my Grammy one day. <laughs> this practice. is cool. Practice is practice. Dress rehearsal. No. <laughs> um, so first of all, I want to thank my mom. Obviously, she's sitting right here. But without my mom, it wouldn't be wouldn't be where I am today. And like my family, my dad, um, my grandma. Um, and so, I really. I really honestly am grateful for everyone who has worked with me and got me to this point. And, um, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, who do you think when you have the, who you, when you have the chance? Um, but I definitely, after we just heard love you more, I definitely want to thank, um, rich who was one of my producers and, and songwriters for such a long time. He actually unexpectedly passed away about nine months ago. Um, and so, it's funny because I wrote Love You More actually back in 2016 and I just kept saving it and I just kept holding on to it and I wasn't really sure what to do with it but I knew it was a song that I kept coming back to and I kept having him add different things and he was like the stylistic mind behind the finger picking guitar on that song and um, it was quite devastating when we got the call that he had passed away and he had such an influence on all my music and everything that we had worked on. Um, and so I think that he definitely is someone that gets the biggest thank you in this moment. So I think, um, thank you rich for everything and thank you for helping me get where I am today. So that's my, that's my thank you. I'll keep it kind of short, but touching and yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Christina Lachaga, thank you again for coming out. Uh, That is, again, Christina Lachaga. I am Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned 518, and I'll see you on the road. Thanks, Andy. Unsigned 518 is produced in conjunction with Nippertown. You can find new episodes here every week on nippertown.com. If you are a band or musician in the 518 area code and would like to be on Unsigned 518, shoot me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. I'm your host, Andy Scullin. I'll be back next week with another episode of Unsigned 518. Thanks for listening.